Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Room Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Room Prime. Today's date is for archiving purposes, February 15th, 2023. And I hope you guys had yourselves a enjoyable, uh, eventful, memorable Valentine's Day, or for those who um, are, you know, if the rest of us single, happy single awareness day. And if, uh, if your Valentine is a, uh, you know, if your Valentine is a, you know, container of ice cream or, or a snack or anything like that, or, you know, chocolates, you gifted chocolates to yourself, then, you know, it's all the same, right? But it's kind of crazy, you know, thinking about um, just the origins of a lot of these holidays. Um, Valentine's Day has a wild origin. And, you know, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, there were two during um, different time periods. Um, it's uh, pretty wild that now, just due to mega corporations, um, marketing advertisements, like now we have Valentine's Day as we know it to be now. And yeah, it's just the, you know, when you, you go down the rabbit hole, you discover a lot of things that you, you didn't know and some things you wish you didn't know, but and that's not a here or there. But again, I appreciate you listening to this. All of you, 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 and you for listening to this, downloading this, or watching this on YouTube, which now we're on. Um, I think the main reason why I didn't want to upload these on YouTube at first is because. I wanted to try a new format. Um, just the fact that I felt like my my podcasts were too long, going like an hour and a half, two hours, sometimes two and a half hours. And I was like, nah, like that's A, while I do love long form content, I think that if it's not live or if it's not like a deep dive of something, I'm not going to post it. And to me, I wanted to, I wanted these to be concise. I want these, these episodes of of the podcast to be under an hour, um, you know, good amount, decent amount of time, uh, essentially the, the length of a typical commute, you know, to work or school or wherever guys, you know, tend to be going, you know, any time of the day. Um, so that's why I wanted to wait after the fact, have a, um, basically have a a more concise, more structured version of the show. And, you know, eventually when I do go live on YouTube, like it will just be like free form, but for the time being with these audios, um, the audio version of the podcast is just going to be shortened. And again, like I said, we're on YouTube, so you can 
uh, follow me and subscribe on YouTube um, if if you want. Um, I really do appreciate appreciate that, and I am at um. I'm at. Let me switch here. Just double check. I got some so many accounts. Um, it should be YouTube.com/slash Boom Prime TV. Um. So. Let's see here. Yep, Ruben Prime, Ruben Prime Media. That's that's my YouTube name, but the URL is Ruben Prime TV. So definitely check me out on there. I'll be posting content weekly, basically the podcast, the video version of the podcast on there for those who will rather just watch something on YouTube. Because trust me, I know. Um. I, I'm the same way. Um, only select few podcasts I listen to on like Spotify or Apple podcasts, but everywhere else I just try to find them on YouTube or listen to the clips. Um, but yeah, that being said, definitely check me out on there. Definitely check me out on TikTok, which I'll be putting up content there soon, very, very soon. And TikTok. As tiktok.com slash Ruben Prime Media. Also follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Mr. Ruben Prime. And with that out of the way, let's get into it. So the as you saw by the um theme of what well, the title of, of this podcast is accountability. And accountability is something that just with the the topics that I'm going to be talking about tonight, well, today, this morning, there, there's a, it's, it's a lack of accountability. There's a trend that people are not accountable for their actions and then instead blame others. They ride... You know, it's an ex- it's an express train on the victimhood train because there's just so many people that I see who who just just romanticize just the victimhood, and I, I believe I talked about this and you know just a bit more during last week's monologue of you know last week's episode on the podcast. When I talked about, you know, you know, my little monologue and it's true. It's just the, the victimhood, like being victims now being empowered is just being a victim. Now holding yourself accountable, not admitting that, hey, I got this wrong. I got something wrong. And it's okay to get things wrong because things can be fixed. Things can be corrected. But to... Be in fear of being wrong. It's it's incredible. It's it's an incredible thing that I'm seeing. And 
it's just easy to blame others. It's easy to blame everything else. It's easy, easy just to lash out, get angry at every everything else, everyone else. But to actually look at yourself in the mirror, it's pretty, it's pretty scary to do. A lot of people don't want to do it. You know, I find myself just, you know, struggling with it, you know. But as I get older, you you have to hold yourself to a certain standard. You got to hold yourself accountable. You can't just blame everything and everyone else because at the end of the day, it gets so tiring. Just these mental gymnastics. And, and you see it with, with a lot of people. They play mental gymnastics. They should have a gold medal in in these these mental Olympics, these mental gymnastic uh, games that they play with themselves and with other, you know others. It's just it's just so um, it, it's a indication of how culture is in decline, how society is in decline. Um. With the three stories with uh, the Tennessee police officer Megan Hall, who um, just a sex scandal, she and five others, and then now including the chief, um, there's an involvement, and all this stemmed from just this. With uh, also with Eliza Blue which I've been keeping up with this as much as I can, but it, it got to the point when it was just ridiculous. Um, this, and then with the TikTok influencer, which this is like old news, but it's still relevant to what what I have to talk about. Um, but these three stories, the main theme is just no accountability. Just no no accountability ability for your actions. It's easy to to deflect blame onto others, saying that oh I've been trafficked, I've been human trafficked, um, I've been groomed. Men are harassing me, people are harassing me. You know, and we, we can we can start with the uh, with the definition really quick of of the definition of accountability is accountability factor condition of being accountable responsibility their lack of accountability as a concorded public respect accountability is an assurance that the individual organization is Evaluated on its performance or behavior related to something which it is responsible. The term is related to responsibility, but regarded more form, uh, from the perspective of oversight. And taking accountability when you, when you're personally, uh, personally accountable, you take ownership of what happens as a result of your choices and actions. You don't blame others, make excuses, and you do what you can to make amends when things go wrong. To become more accountable, make sure that you are clear about your roles and responsibilities. So we're going to talk about Megan Hall and, you know, the whole sex scandal. 
her duty is a police officer, protect and serve. And on duty and on city property, which, you know, is the police station that she she works at. When she decided, hey, I'm going to, you know, have some fun. Let's, you know, let's, you know, have fun or whatever. She forgot her roles and her responsibilities as a police officer. Because whatever she had going on, you know, her divorce, just the fact that she did what she did while on duty and on police property, she forgot her roles and her responsibilities. And to me, the, just the, just the, the, just brain dead, just actions and her choices. And listen, you get your rocks off however you want, but there's always a time and place. And the fact that, you know, there's reports of her having threesomes, having affairs with, you know, the rest of those officers, um, text messages, um, photos, videos, etc. It's just, to me, like all, all those guys, her and all those guys just forgot what, you know, what their jobs were, what their responsibilities were. And they just risked it just for a little bit of, you know, just a, some poon, you know, just a slice of it. I don't know, man. Like to me, it just screams, um, it, it just screams accountability, just a lack of accountability. Like, and then, um, uh, Megan Hall has filed a a complaint, a EEOC a complaint against the city for having. And let me blow this up. Blow this up here. There we go. For you guys are watching this on YouTube. So she filed a EEOC complaint. That's Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Um, a complaint against the city for having a sexually hostile work environment. And also it's found out that the, the chief, when he caught one of this, he should have reported it, didn't, and that's why he's fired too. Um, as it states here, uh, Chief Chip Davis, because they they they've done an investigation and basically he's been fired. Um, only two, only two um, officers um, were they weren't fired; they were sus- uh, suspended. Because they fessed up when they were asked, hey, like, any comments on this that you have? Did you have an affair? Because they know. That's why they, they do these investigations. HR, they do these investigations. And if you're lying, they fire you. It's kind of like um, I had a, a coworker who got caught doing something on camera. And they knew because they saw him on camera. 
And when they went up to him, they thought, hey, maybe he'll just fess up. He'll he'll own up to it, and then he would just, you know, get a slap on the wrist or whatever. But he lied. He was like, oh, I, I don't know what happened, and then he got fired. And it's like they know. They want to make sure. They just want to make sure to see if you own up to it. And out of all the officers, just to just fess up, say, yeah, because they know their job was on the line. Yeah, they'll be suspended. They'll be, you know, they'll be out of the job. Probably they've been suspended with no pay. So they'll, they'll be gone for a while, you know, humming them a little bit, but they told the truth. But just the fact that Hall and these other, you know, officers and the chief just did what they did. They were complicit, didn't fess up. It was a bad look. And this happened on this man's command. Um, is messed up. And the fact that he, he knew about it, enabled it, and it seems like he, you know, was, uh, from what it seems, because she, uh, Megan Hall, uh, claimed that uh, she was groomed. She was groomed, and that's why she's um, suing, she's suing the, um, she's suing the city. But it, it's just, not the, not the city, this is uh, federal, just federal, so this is going, this is on the federal level. Apologies. But, you know, all this could have been aborted if, um, if she didn't decide to mess around with these other officers while on duty, while on police property, you know, city property. Because all that ballooning into her claims. But also just shows, again, no no responsibility, no accountability. Hey, I did this instead of you know, just stopping it dead before it got worse. Nope. And to me... It, it ain't surprising because, of course, people don't want to be labeled as, you know, a slut. They don't want to be labeled as someone dirty. And I get that. But these are the actions that she did. And then once something balloons out of control, it becomes too big to, to handle. It becomes too big to control. And this this is blown up. People lost their jobs, or because of a slice of poon. I, I don't think it's worth it. I really don't think it's worth it. Just the, just it just shows when in doubt, you you get caught doing something, you point fingers, and then you you claim that you were groomed. And you know, I've read through this article and like, hmm. It seems like the chief had more to do with it. So he he's fucked. But however, it has all started because of her and her actions. And she forgot, hey, I'm a police officer. I shouldn't be messing around while I'm on duty, while on police property. So that that's that is her. She has blame. Because it's easy, all oh, just blame them at all. They're just not good for nothing. Grooming me. It's to Throw that word around. It's funny 
I hear that word thrown around and there's people who say, ah, oh, like that, that's just, just rhetoric, just right wing rhetoric. But there is, there is, there is something going on what they're doing with children, but that's another topic for another day. But just the fact that these, a lot of these terms are just overused and when it's, when it's supposed to be used, it's usually just to just to deflect from responsibility, just deflect blame from themselves. Because it's easy to say, hey, I've been groomed, I've been in traffic, I've been this and that, rather than admitting, hey, I fucked up, I had sexual relations with these officers, you know, you know, it created she in, in, indeed created this hostile work environment this 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 hot and sweaty sexual sexual tension you know it, to me it's just this is a shit show and there's going to be more that's going to come out um all right so next next up Next up to bat. Because I seen this video of of this TikToker. I, I've seen this video. Um, a TikToker apologized after she received several criticisms for claiming a man is a weirdo for glancing at her at the gym. In the gym. And this is, uh, this is her. Uh, Jessica Fernandez. Seen right there. And then this guy here. Um, the Joey Swole, um, both, uh, TikTok influencers. So a video showed a TikToker claiming a man is a weirdo for appearing to glance at her at the gym. The video was widely criticized, including by fitness influencer Joey Swole. After the backlash, the TikToker apologized for what she called a gross mistake. A TikToker apologized after, after receiving after she received an onslaught of backlash uh, for a video calling a man a weirdo while she filmed him interacting with her at the gym. The influencer Jessica Fernandez has over 625,000 followers on TikTok where she posts lifestyle beauty clips, uh, uh, 55,000 on Twitch where she streams gaming content. Many of her videos are lighthearted and she has a popular series on TikTok where she eats pomegranates. Hmm. I mean, pomegranates are good. Um, the video that sparked criticism isn't available on her channel anymore, but it's been reposted and re- critiqued by Joey Swell, the self-atoned, uh, self-anointed CEO of Gym Positivity and has over 6 million TikTok followers. Yes, yeah, so many people shared this because she took it down um, hoping to get, you know, just sympathy. And of course, you know, the keyword and sympathy is simp, but, you know, she took the video down because she was getting flamed. And we're going to actually watch the video right now. Let me just double check everything. We're going, it's two minutes. Jesus, two minutes. Jesus Christ. We're going to go back to this. Um, I've been talking for so long and adding 
Um, the bottle of water feels a little far. <laughs> um, let's see. Hopefully this has audio. Hold up. I'm just very OCD when it comes to yep, share audio tab. All right, we're good. All right, so this is the the video that that's um that's been deleted. This is the video that got her viral. Hold on. This is how to not approach girls at the gym. I hate this. I hate this. I hate where those so uncomfortable. Feral, 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 like fucking feral. Five adds five pounds. And these are the great. Excuse me? You don't have to do that. It's okay. No, no, it's okay. I got it. Thank you, though. See what I mean? All right, here we go. I just want to share my perspective on this video. If you guys want to watch the full thing, you can go over to her page. First and foremost, as I've said before, there is a big difference between staring at somebody and simply looking or glancing at them. You're absolutely right. Um, this is uh, Joey Swall, by the way. There's a clear difference. And in this video, like I've seen the full video of her. This is just a clip. But the fact that she was calling this guy Farrell, Lord, oh, he's a piece of shit. I hate like, It's just so much hate. This is some like I seen the the video because originally I wanted to talk about this like a few weeks ago, but just the fact that 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 she was just oh my god, it's a piece of shit, and he was just looking, just glancing. He he didn't have like to for me and of course a lot of people because she got flame heaven like just godly for this because she tried to blow something up. That didn't need to be blown up at all. He was just looking. He wanted to help. And she was like, no, no, no. It's okay. I got it. Like, you know, this is why Shabri is dead. Not because of misogyny or because of, of toxic masculinity. It's because of feminism. It's because of women like this trying to create dragons to slay because they're trying to become just professional victims they just want to create something just it's the whole thing where problem reaction solution they create a problem of course you see in that tiktok video she posts a video that way people can react and then in turn the solution is, oh, we, we need to we need to go hard against men. We need to, you know, attack this, that, and it's like it backfired because the, the guy in that video, he was just trying to help. He was just glancing at her and then he went to try and help her. And of course, she she just royally misunderstood um the situation. She it was trying to make this seem like all men are predators and, and feral and, and just disgusting. And it's like all this hate 
all this misandry that I see um, from women, like, it's not talked about. It's just easy to call men misogynists. It's easy to to call men pigs, pieces of shit, pieces of garbage. But you can never... And there's people who, who do bring up misandry uh, that women participate in, but it's just not as sexy. It's just, it's not, um, you, you can't paint a good picture of women just exposing women for, you know, their misandrous acts. But you sure can uh, just overuse the word uh, misogyny and misogynist because that's all they have when they have no, no light to stand on. They just call men all oh, misogynists. They're uh, um, this that, that guy that um that pretty looking boy. The the term like they created the term incel because of that guy that ended up killing a whole bunch of his classmates and stuff. It is terrible, but this this is what a lot of people think. That uh, there's a lot of people who who think that just all guys are are that they're just incels. When nope, not true at all. So why did this man look at you? Well, you're in front of him, off to the side. You're in his peripheral. You're also taking a video with your camera pointed directly at him, and you're talking to yourself. Again, he is correct. This is why, you know, I don't go to the gym like that. But when I did, I would glance around and see, all right, like, who who, who got their phone out? Who, who got their phone out recording? And I know not to be over there because I do not want to go borrow, do not want to be in a TikTok video. I don't want to be a target. And you you are pointing, again, like I said, problem, reaction, solution. She created a problem. She manufactured a problem. She She's doing a TikTok video. She's she's talking to herself. And she's, uh, the camera is pointed to the guy. And it's like, yo, like, of course he's going to look. If he's the focus of the video, you're talking to yourself. And you have the phone pointed at him. People are going to look. It's pretty, it's not even, I can't even say elementary. It's preschool at this point. He's probably watching you wondering, what is she doing? I know I would. Also, you talk about, why would this man come over and help me load my plates? Well, if you watch the video, he sees that you struggle putting plates on the other side. Now, any experienced lifter out there knows when you have a barbell on the ground, if you're doing hip thrusts, if you're doing deadlifts, it's very difficult to put plates on. There's actually a jack they make for you to be able to lift up the barbell so you can put the plates on. Again, he's correct. I've seen women in these TikTok videos struggle uh, to put, you know, to put on weight. And there'll, there'll be guys that come in and help. And there's, like you said, there's a jack that will help you put the plates on, on the barbell properly. And she was struggling. He saw it in the video, and then that's when he got up and he was like, "Oh, um, you know, I, I'll, you know, I'll help out." And he was like, "No, no, no, it's okay, it's okay." And then after he left, he's like, "Oh, you see what I mean? You see?" What I mean? It's like just trying to create something out of nothing. 
Like I, I can't, I just, I cannot stand, I cannot stand uh, people like this. They just want to create something out of nothing. And I'm, and, you know, props to to Joey Swole. Like he called this person out. Like he, he and other people online, you know, just flamed the hell out of her because we know what she was doing. We, we know the game. And of course, when people are on onto people's uh, games, they're like, "Oh no, no, no!" And and of course, because there was a she posted an apology. The first apology, it wasn't really an apology. Um, just uno, one second. One second here. So this is from, I think this is from the New York Post. I, because I, I was writing notes on this um, last month, um, and she basically backtracked. She said, first of all, uh, I want to apologize sincerely to the man at the gym where this all started. He didn't do anything wrong to me, and I blew our interaction out of proportion. I knew I know many people think that I'm I'm only apologizing because I got called out on the video I posted and it's half right. So of course, uh just just half right. She won't take full accountability for her actions because she did she did the action and there's a consequences. There's always consequences for one's actions and of course she doesn't want to take full responsibility. And in the video, she kept saying stupid fucking piece of shit behind me. Uh, um, she said into the mic, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate, I hate when there's weirdos. And she kept saying that in the video. You know? And this is wild. Um, it's just wild. And I just threw my, my notepad onto my bed. But it's just wild how, how this she she didn't think hey um this this will go well like i have people defend me nope the majority of people roasted you let's continue on he sees that you struggled being an experienced lifter and he comes over to try and help you because that's what kind people do any experienced lifter out there knows what i'm talking about and i saw the comment where you guys talk about this was a man trying to help out a woman because a man would never help a man that's not true this is not misogynist I've been in the gym for 20 years. I can't tell you how many times I've helped men and women load plates, take plates off, put weights back. It has nothing to do with sex or gender. You help people because it's kind to do. Exactly. You help people because it's the kind thing to do. It's a human thing to want to help others out. You're not doing something all because you perceive someone as weak or all oh, they're, they're lesser than no you help people because it's the right thing to do and i'm sick and tired i'm so sick and tired of people always bringing things like race gender to every single fucking thing can we just be human beings can we just help one another can we just uh do the right thing without it being some sort of attack on someone's uh, race or or identity 
or, or, or gender? Can we just, hey, I want to help out because it's nice. I want to help out. I want to help you out because I want to be nice. I want your experience at the gym or wherever you're at to be a good one. Because we don't know what people are going through on a day-to-day basis. So you want to help to make someone's day go by a little better. Have some support because in this life, it it can get really, really down. You can It's really depressing. A lot of things you got to do on your own. So it's nice to have a helping hand. But of course, you have these, these influencers like Jessica Fernandez at the time making it about gender. Making it about, oh, just misogynist. Oh, it's misogyny. Oh, um, how dare he help me out? That's misogynist. He thinks I'm weak. No. Maybe the person just want to help because he sees you struggling. You know, and it's okay to ask for help. That doesn't make you weak. But what does make people weak is just bringing things up like gender, race, not taking in accountability, not taking in responsibility for your actions. And she finally did. She finally did apologize. But it took her a while. It took her a while to circle back because at times when people get caught, they do not. It's hard because it's easy to blame. Oh, this this misogyny. Oh, this, that. It's like, it's really easy just to deflect me. It really is. It's it's hard to own up to something that you, that you did, especially if it's stupid. But let's continue on. But it's very sad that you took an act of kindness, this man doing something for you, being kind, and turned him into a creep at the gym, talking about how you want to rip his reproductive organ off, he can't produce, and that natural selection should take him out? Ah, yes, yes, I totally forgot about that part. She wanted, she was saying that, let me, let me blow that back again. Productive organ off, he can't, talking about how you want to rip his reproductive organ off. But see, her saying that, oh, men are feral, I want to rip his, his PP off. Like, that's okay, but, you know, that man helping you out is a form of misogyny, but yet it's okay for women to say, oh, I want to rip his PP off. I want to rip his reproductive organs off and how natural selection should take care of people like that. Again, it's okay when, when misandry, uh, takes place. It's fine when women are misandrous, but it's wrong when men want to help women out. Oh, that's misogynist. And and again, I I was watching that video and I was like, whew, because I heard people blowing up, blowing this up. I was like, uh, just, just, uh, just just uh, another TikTok gym person, just another TikTok uh, gym rat, you know, just gone for attention, trying to go viral over something. Like, it's just crazy. Like, can people just go to the gym just 
to, you know, go to the gym? Can they just go? Can they just go to the gym and work out, get their workout done, go about their rest of the day? Like, it's just crazy to me. And we're seeing, you know, we're seeing a trend where women, like, you know, they're struggling, you know, they're, no one's helping them. Men are not helping women at the gym because this and in other instances, and I don't blame them. Like, you're going to go help a woman out, help someone out, and then you're going to be accused of something. You're going to go viral on a TikTok video because you wanted to come up and, and help them. I, I don't blame, I don't, I really don't blame uh, men. Like, this is all this, it's a lot of give and, and, and not enough uh, uh, respectation. It's like all oh, men have to do this. They 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 have to treat us like women. They have to uh, protect, provide. They got to do all these things. We got we got to be chivalrous, but yet we got to deal with all the crap. We got to go out there on, the, on a daily basis, deal with all this crap. Like you see, when Megan Hall married, she was going to divorce, but married, just having sex with multiple dudes in their police department. And and then just the fact that she's married, it's insane. And I bet there's simps out there who are like, oh, no, she's just going through a rough time. You got to understand. And, and the women too, oh, you got to understand. You know, she's going through a rough time. It's, like, it's crazy. It can just, I don't know, I'm just getting more upset the, the more and more uh, I'm talking about this because it's just, the, the level of crap that men got to deal with on a daily basis, it's it's insane. And of course, we can't complain. We can't bitch about it. We just got to go through, through, just through life, you know, getting bombarded. Just people that we don't know have an issue with us just because we're men. And that that is uh, scary that this perpetuation of you know hatred of men and we're seeing more men just be more feminized and there aren't any uh like masculinity is it's it's a sin to women and just to this society and this culture day and age in general but let, let me finish up this video he can't produce and that natural selection should take him out really trying to make yourself out to be a victim which you're not there are women harassed in gyms. You're not one of them. Absolutely. The fact that she's trying to she was trying to play a victim to get clout, to get sympathy points, to blow up, it backfired in her face. And the fact that there are actually there are instances of women getting harassed at the gym. It's, I'm not saying that that it don't happen because it does. But she's not one of those victims. All she is was trying to get some clout and backfired and people called her out on it. And the fact that she displays so much misandry and, and that and that video is no wonder she took it down. Because she looks stupid. Blowing something up that didn't need to be blown up. And to summarize, guys, when you're at the gym, just being your P's and Q's, just focus on your workout, getting your gains. You know, if 
there's opportunity to talk to, uh, you know, a female, don't do it at the gym. If you see her at the gym, don't go and talk to her. Wait. You see her like in, in the like in the coffee shop nearby. You see her around. If if it's anywhere but the gym, go. If you're at the gym, focus on your workout because you don't want to go viral with these with these uh women just posting, you know, trying to go viral on, on social media. Let me just finish this up. You need to do better. Mind your own business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, just, that's why I mind my business. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I just mind my business. I just go about my day. Um, it's just, it's just, uh, I'm sorry to say, I'm, I'm going to go on to the, to the next topic. A lot of women nowadays are psycho. The the victim mentality is that the like those like these these uh, tweets here. Um, it, it's it is wild the fact that men what men had to go through. Not saying oh men go through more than women. No, like women men and women go through their own troubles. They go through their own uh, set of problems on on a daily basis, but to just pretend to, to just to be a victim, I find an issue with that. And dealing with these women who are just psycho, let's just say sorry, females that are psycho, because women women don't behave like this. They do not behave like this. They don't go and just. Uh, saying men, oh, I wish I can chop off his, his pee-pee, rip it off, and hope natural selection takes care takes care of him. Like women don't, they don't think like that. They don't, they don't say that. They don't. And again, men, just be careful out there. Just be careful with these women. It's just, it's just a mess. It's a damn mess. All right, finally, the main event of the evening or this afternoon. Whew. And I got to go eat. I am I am starving. I just had water, <laughs> so I had um, not, not good. But the main event of the evening, because I've been wanting to talk about this. Um, it's, it's just been... It's been wild. Just this this whole thing with Eliza Blue has been wild. And just to give a quick summary, so Eliza Blue is a and it says it here. Um anti sex trafficking advocate. Eliza Blue is allegedly covering her tracks in light of recent Exposés against her coming forward. Against her coming forward. Recently, the Daily Beast released an exclusive piece, which seemingly alleged that the internet figure is not a victim, and she seems to portray herself. Meanwhile, the voice recordings were heard consenting to take part in her uh, in her provocative world star hip hop music 
video has found their way online. Let's see here. And shout out to Don Brolagar. Uh, another uh, a fellow, a fellow, and that should do ASMR, but he's definitely got the ASMR voice. But um, he's been tracking this. He's been keeping tabs on this this um, developing story because it's like the fact that Eliza Blue got called out for being inconsistent and for lying and the fact that she had a relationship with Elon Musk because her whole thing was trying to get child porn removed off of Twitter, which I'm for. The reason why I had gravitated towards her because I was like, wait a minute, she she's a she claims to be a, a sex traffic victim and she's trying to help those um that were um traffic that were sexually assaulted or abused and also she wants to you know help children which i'm always talking about the fact that there are children are being exploited and that twitter had i don't know if it's still a thing i'm sure it is but more so before elon musk took it over took twitter over that there's a a cp problem there is a CP and CP for those who don't know is child porn. There is there is a CP problem on Twitter, and I was okay. I'm down. That that's admirable. And and you got to know with people that there's always an ulterior motive. And when she when she was asked, hey. And the person in question that that asked her about the World Star Hip Hop video was Brittany Venti. Let me blow this up. Um, was Brittany Venti right here? Yeah. So her Twitter was the first one to to be taken out. She's locked out of her account because she had asked. Eliza Blue, hey, like, I want to know, like, we, we all want to know um, what what this is about. Her being um, the screenshot from the World Star Hip Hop video, which I, I saw and I downloaded because just in case she took it down and guess what? She ended up taking it down. And people that were sharing screenshots or sharing the video of the world stop hip hop video their channel was flagged in some cases like some of their channels were just axed and a lot of people's twitter accounts too were were taken out because of course since eliza blue is cool with i don't know if they're cool now but at the time cool with elon musk and with twitter um with twitter um um just with, with the you know high execs at Twitter, so she was able to get a lot of these um, Twitter accounts taken out. So to me, so far, it doesn't sound like a behavior of a victim or an advocate, because an advocate wouldn't stop people from you know participating in free speech. Because she said 
that she is for is free speech. But of course, it's only free speech, you know, to her when it doesn't involve her past. You can't talk about her past. All right. Let's see here from that umbrella guy. Uh, breaking multiple creators have been hit with privacy complaints from Eliza Blue. At least four so far and growing. First, Elon Musk and Twitter. Now, this is a massive attempt at cover up that keeps growing. And he's right. This is a cover. The fact that people got silence when they posted, when they shared, or like in Brittany Venti's case, brought up, "Hey, like, what's this? Like, this is you in this in this video, World Star Hip Hop. What is this about?" And instead of just saying from the jump, hey, like message Brittany, Fenty, uh, in private, hey, like, um, I appreciate you took that down because that was that was something I did a long time ago. I'm not proud of it, blah, blah, blah. And the fact that it was on YouTube, it was on World Star Hip Hop's video. And then the um, head of World Star Hip Hop said um, she consented to the video. She got paid for the video. That wasn't, she wasn't coerced, she wasn't forced, she wasn't trafficked to do it. She, in her own free will, did it. She she was in the video, she did the video, she got paid for the video. So if, if she would have just went from the jump and said, hey, listen, I'm not perfect, this is something I did a long time ago. That's not me anymore. I appreciate you take it down. Most people wouldn't give a fuck. Oh, okay, just you know, take it down. Don't worry. We could have been on our merry way in this crazy year that 2023 has been so far. But nope, she instead. Uh, there's this thing called a Streisand effect. Just instead of getting in front of this, she just just dug. A deeper hole. She, you know, this thing called the Streisand effect. And yeah, this this, this whole thing um, blew up in her face. And as people are, are curious, do not underestimate people and their ability to, to just dig deep. Because as I always say, the internet always wins. You cannot, you cannot beat the internet. You are going. You are going to lose. <laughs> you are going to lose when you try to censor stuff. So, all right, the world saw hip hop video in question where Eliza Blue was a dancer wearing revealing outfits is no longer available on YouTube. Several YouTubers, including Laura, Lauren Chen, claim that the internet figure is a censorship is on a censorship warpath by taking down any form of content that contradicts her human trafficking trafficking narrative. In a voice recording, she can be heard consenting to take part in the World Star, World Star Eye Candy music video. In the audio clip, Blue says, I was blessed to work with one of the dopest directors in the game. Out of vision, I couldn't sleep one night. I said, What would it take me to be to what would take me to the next level for like myself? What would uh, what would take me to the next level of that demographic I want to reach and bring? that and bring them that art bring them to that fashion and still keep keep it within the scope of what i'm doing and at six o'clock in the morning i got this thing in my head 
like world star and I wrote them an actual email. It was short and sweet and to the point explaining who I was. She also allegedly revealed that there was negotiations that took place after when uh, after she proposed the idea to take part in one of their music videos. Let's see. Proof that Liza Blue consented to the world sub hip hop. They typo here. I can't music video. Meanwhile, an alleged email from World Star then floating on the internet where a rep from the organization has claimed that she was paid for the video that she took part in, which um that Star Wars girl. Um to, uh she tweeted this out. From Daniel Cotton statement uh one in one in regarding Eliza, ah, Eliza knows video. She was paid for the video. We own the full rights. Anything further can be addressed, be illegal. Thank you. And then here. Eliza Blue attacked for false human trafficking claims. The influencer is best known for appearing alongside public figures, including Ben Shapiro, Dr. Drew Pinsky, and Tim Pool amongst others. Her friendship with the CEO of Twitter, Elon Musk, has also gained her massive traction online. She describes herself as a human trafficking survivor, advocate, and a survivor herself, according to her personal website. See, the thing is, you can be a advocate of something. You could be a human trafficking advocate. You can be an advocate for, for breast cancer awareness, uh, prostate cancer, um, advocate for for better treatment of, of animals you can do that and in this case you don't have to be a a you don't have to claim if you happen to be a human trafficking victim then that's cool but the fact that with all the evidence that's that's been out on the internet so far it seems like she's not a human trafficking victim but even though she's not she can still be an advocate like it's okay because you can be messed up we can we're all we're no one is perfect we're all we all have our flaws it's okay to be uh screwed up but as long as you want to help people and you want to do something right i feel like there's nothing wrong with that you can that two things can exist we, we are damaged, but we can help make the world a better place. We can be an advocate for something positive in the world. But again, it goes back to what I was saying on this whole show. The fact that there are people who want to uh, be professional victims. They do not want to actually go about holding themselves accountable because it's just too hard. It's just really hard to to it's just really hard to be an advocate for something and then oh you know i gotta had a spotlight on me and that that's basically what she's been doing she wants she wants the spotlight on her she's been chasing fame all her life she was in uh blind date which in that in that um and that's like a segment of the show. She was horrible with with that date. And it seemed like that that man that she was, you know, just treating like garbage. 
end up being pretty successful. So it just shows that um she's just just trash. I'm sorry, just how she treated him is trash. Um and now how she's been treating people during all this this during all this. Just people that trusted her and was, you know, a ally, friend of hers, she suddenly turned her back on because people were asking, hey, like, what we want to know. Like, I still believe you, but we want to know. Just cut, blocked. And it just, showed, it just shows that she's no victim. A victim wouldn't shut people out. They wouldn't um, threaten legal. They wouldn't block people on social media. They won't ghost them. So it just shows that her actions, just based on her actions, she's not a victim. And I'm going to talk about Tim Pool in a bit. Let's see, she played a massive role in Twitter's uh, content moderation and seems to have helped Musk in removal of abusive material from social media platform, from the social media platform. She also aided the new Twitter CEO in his campaign against uh, the platforms now from a trust and safety, uh, uh, that guy, Noel Joel Roth. Um, this I keep I, when I see this, I think about uh, no, like Noel, but it's not Noel. Um, she seems to be a key figure in how the platform operates in her recent censorship controversy involving her having accounts temporarily suspended from the site, which means that they had a keen interest in her and her background. So this is the um, one of, uh, this is a Laura Chen's video, which I saw was pretty good. Like a lot of videos I've seen on the Eliza Blue situation, just the, the never-ending saga. A lot of good deep dives. A lot of good um, fact-finding. Um, let's see, the Daily Beast spoke to her, now former friend, uh, Carly Wenzel, who revealed that she's completely lying about her past. Based on the timeline or human trafficking experience, Eliza Blue revealed that she was first groomed by a famous photographer. She she met at a uh, Warped Tour concert in Chicago when she was 16. After he promised to make her star, she met him in Chicago. She then traveled to L.A. for but the same where she claims she had been sexually assaulted and while drugged on methamphetamine, she, while on methamphetamine, she has also claimed that she was sold to a sex trafficking ring based on in the Hollywood Hills for 500 bucks. At some time when she returned to the city following a brief stay in Chicago, she was trafficked by a high profile athlete. However, Wenzel stated that she does not believe Eliza Blue's story. The friend stated that Blue lied about her age and that she was in her early 20s. She was certainly about the same age as she was hanging out with her at the time and at the place in the concert this day and place. That would be the same time in the early 2000s. Wendell also revealed that she does not remember uh, hearing from Eliza Blue that she was being trafficked 
In Ida Dozen's she stated that at the time Blue alleged to be trafficked by a celebrity athlete and that she was living with with an affluent Chicago neighborhood in reality. Yeah, and by the way, Eliza Blue parents, um, her father is a Chicago um congressman, I believe, or a lieutenant governor, I believe, or former lieutenant governor, but currently a congressman. And her her mother is a um college professor. So it's just weird that if she was trafficked once, if she was in LA and she was trafficked, and she will come back to Chicago and her dad kicked her out, like sent her back. Like like first her, her father sent her back, then she's oh I gotta I have to go get my car. I was like, what? Like it's just things don't add up. And that's the that's the thing. These story isn't adding up. There is there are inconsistencies. That's where all we're asking. Hey, we just want some clarification. We just want some clarity. We want some. We just want uh, to make sense out of this. But of course, you can't get that from these people because when they get backed into a corner, all they do is deflect. All they do is double down. So let's continue on. Oof, I've been I've been talking over an hour. Um let's see. In the other instance, the article was basically done. In other instance, when uh Wenzel recalled Eliza Blue asking her whether she would like to join uh the latter as an escort on her Cam Girl website. However, Wenzel de- declined. So that's the other thing. Um, you know, it, it's I don't know why that was interesting. Um, but yeah, like the fact that her former friend is saying that she's a liar, that there's holes in her story, it's insane. And then how Tim Poole gets into this, and I'm gonna wrap up the I'm gonna wrap up this episode. How Tim Poole uh, is in light of this is because he had her on his show a few times. I believe two times uh, in the past few months, and when this came to light. You know, people are like, hey, Tim, like, we, we want to hear, like, we want you to address this because you had her on your show a couple of times. And mind you, this is the same guy, Tim Poole, who the main reason why I started following him and, you know, became a supporter of him was because when he was on Joe Rogan's show, when he, when Joe Rogan had him, had uh, Jariah of Vajara, the um, head of Twitter, um, uh, Twitter um, uh, safety, trust and safety, and the former um, CEO, um, Jack Dorsey on, and Tim Poole was bringing her to task. Like he was on it. He was like, no, no, no. What, what about this? Like he was calling out the inconsistencies of, their policies, their trust and safety policies, the fact that 
you have um, a lot of conservative accounts being flagged or blacklisted or not in the algorithm. And of course, as in typical PR uh, legal talk, she danced around the issue. And Tim Pool was just on Joe Rogan's um, podcast was just just hammering home. He was he was ready. He was, you know, he had every every chamber loaded, locked and loaded. And I was like, yo, this this guy is he's about his his ish. He was about it. And I, I respect him for that. And then I found, you know, I watched his, you know, his content. Um I'll watch his not all of his not all of his um his late his evening shows, but I will watch a good amount of them depending on the guests. And yeah, like yeah, and they call him a fence sitter. And at the time I was like, yeah, I, I mean I get he's a fence sitter, but to to me he's like one of the last sane people in terms of like talking about the news and, and dissecting the news. So I was like, okay. Not not perfect, but just the fact that he took the Twitter, the former Twitter's um trust and safety to task which, you know, Elon fired. And I was like, thank you, Elon. Because she was just terrible. Fucking terrible. Um, But then, when this whole Eliza Blue thing popped off, like, he did not address it right away. And then, in typical fashion, instead of, like, and I'm going to say this because everyone is saying this, but he does not have to explain people's actions yes he was she was on his show it being eliza blue but she's own person tim pool's own is his own person you do not have to explain other people's actions you don't have to have to just justify but you do have to explain because at the end of the day you had them on uh your show many times well, not many times but a few times you had them on so you have to address the situation because it's right in your alley. And the fact that all this stemmed from is not ego drama. It's not uh, bots. It's not PR bots. It's not an op bro, as he claimed it to be. It's censorship. The fact that someone and this person, Brittany Benty, brought up to Eliza Blue, hey, like, what's this? Like, for context, what what is this? Like, how come this... You know, we still believe you. We just want to have some clarification about this. Why in this? Can you explain this uh, World Star Hip Hop video? This is you, right? And instead of again owning up to what she did, taking accountability. Hey, this is me from a different time. Blah blah blah. It's, I'm a different person now. I still am an advocate for you know traffic victims. She then had her. She had um, Venti's account. Uh, Twitter account suspended and still is suspended. Most of everyone's Twitter accounts are back, but Britney's is the main one that's that's still out. Um, it's all this is censorship. It's not about ego drama. It's not about ops. It's not about um, bots. It's not about um, attacking Elon Musk because that's what the the right is trying to do. They're trying to paint it as, oh, this is just the way to attack Elon Musk. No, it's about censorship. You, Walton's purposes, Tim Pool, was an advocate for 
free speech. You're against censorship. And you were on Joe Rogan's podcast exposing Twitter's trust and safety and the former CEO of Twitter at the time. Um, and they're BS. That's why people uh, gravitate towards you because you took them to task. Now, when censorship comes up, it's like, oh, I'm asleep though. I'm, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't hear it. I didn't see. I didn't see my notification go off. I'm sorry. And then goes on to attack the fans. Goes on to, to just go scorch earth. And then all this stuff coming out from you know the the temple, the the, the Timacast side. Then you have this this full, um, uh, Cashman, this Cashman fellow, writing article, three uh, a multi part series. Um, that he did, he interviewed Eliza Blue. And as a journalist, you should be able to go and get sources, like have, you know, get your sources, have your interviews for context. No, he didn't do that. It was just a big fluff piece. It's fluffier than all the pastry at a bakery. That was some, that's how much fluff it was. It wasn't um it wasn't anything concrete. It's a big fluff piece. Um, and Daily Beast, props to Daily Beast. They they talked about the Eliza Blue story. They 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 posted it, and for a long time, Tim pulled in to dress it fully. Until of course now, because you have people in conservative um, spots like you know Daily Wire. You know, Candace Owens did a, um, she did a video on, on YouTube. She posted a video on YouTube and talked about this. And all of a sudden, yeah. And then also when, um, when finally, when Tim Pool saw, um, I know it was uh, Chrissy Mayer, because Chrissy Mayer had Eliza Blue on her podcast many times. So that's why she's she has some 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 skin in the game. But I don't know if it was her or if it was um that Star Wars girl that I think it was that Star Wars girl that that posted a tweet and then Elon Musk uh, Elon Musk um Tim Pool saw it and he's like, oh, okay, now this is getting serious. Yeah, dude, we've been saying that from the jump. Now he addressed it, he apologized, but just still his actions ever since then haven't been like putting his chat members only, um, attacking the fans, all is the fans fault. And then this Cashman fellow, they took down the article because, of course, it's very defamatory. Um, the people claiming that the people who've been uh, doing this are are basically they basically have bans, and you know you know, trying to catch people and inject them with stuff. It's like that stuff you put on an article, you publish it. And the fact that Tim Pool okayed it, like he, he didn't say anything is all oh, whatever, go ahead. There's no one they took it down because that's basically, that, that is lawsuit territory. And we can all learn from this. And then just this whole episode in general, got to take accountability for your actions. You got to hold yourself 
to that standard. You cannot just hide away and pretend things don't exist and think that, oh, it's just, oh, it's an op, bro. It's an op, bro. No, it's it's censorship. All this is with Eliza Blue is censorship. People's accounts were being flagged, were being uh, suspended. YouTube channels have been flagged. It's crazy that that that's a big story. Not the fact that Eliza Blue wanted to be famous, being world star hip uh, world star hip hop video shaking her ass. Who cares? Just the fact that a she lied. She lied about her her timeline when something like the world star hip hop video was brought up. She didn't. She didn't clarify. She then doubled down, threatened legal, and. This this woman has a lot of perceived power because of who she is, you know, in you know, just in bed with just the people that she has on her corner. But is it's important that we bring this to light because you cannot like censorship cannot you cannot let issues you can't you can you cannot let uh things like this just skate on by because today could be Eliza Blue tomorrow could be something else and we already see that with the mainstream media like oh wow like suddenly oh my god aliens they're you know they're, they're shooting down unidentified aircraft like like it's no tomorrow but this whole thing with, with Ohio it took so long to cover it and I'm gonna talk about that um, next time. That's definitely gonna be another story. Um, that's gonna be in another episode because it's insane. A lot of there's more important stuff going on than some than someone who's trying to be famous or alive and didn't succeed. So she then in turn go to being a a, a trafficking victim. And I feel sorry for the actual victims of trafficking that went to her and trust and saw her as a as someone that they could, you know, divulge her, you know, that you know, their their problems and, and try to find someone that, that has a similar similar um outlook and someone that, that can relate to them. It's hard. It's like you, but you basically betray their trust. So to me, it's it's just an indictment of of our it's just our culture. This, this victimhood. There's a lot of victimhood going on. There's no accountability. It's just doubling down, and it's just wild. Uh. People be tripping out, <laughs> but I, I guess um, I'm gonna end it here. I'm, I'm like, voice is like dry. I'm talking for almost an hour and thirty minutes straight. But guys, I appreciate you listening to this on on the audio side. I appreciate those who are listening to this, watching this, or listening to this on YouTube. You know, the YouTube has appreciate y'all. Um, Next episode is going to be about UFOs and 
there's some chemical spill in Ohio. I'm I cannot wait to talk about that. That's I've been just itching to talk about that, but that'll be for the next episode. Um guys, remember, um follow me on Twitter, Mr. Room Prime, YouTube at Room Prime TV, TikTok Room Room Prime Media. And remember you can if you like this episode, uh, for YouTube heads, please uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave feedback. Um, let me know how I'm doing. Um, I like feedback, just as long as not uh, <laughs> you're not an asshole about it. But I do appreciate feedback is welcome. Um, I really want to like branch out. And those of you that are on, on the audio side, um, please leave a rating on Spotify. Give me that five stars four stars just um leave leave a rating i'll greatly appreciate that just to get up in the algorithm um just you know be true and honest um i do want to grow and please uh follow me on all the socials again all the links will be down below in the annotations and the show notes of this this podcast and this video and that being said, guys, um, for myself, you just finished listening to an episode of Room Prime Podcast. And we'll see you later. Peace. Peace.